This Bush Light Clash of the Coliseum DF Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN. SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Today is the last day for you to get your 15% off of all the items in the merch store all month long by using the promo code playoffs. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. It is a glorious day to talk racing things. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, And we are inching ever so closely to the unofficial beginning of the 2024 season, which is, of course, the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Uh, odds have been trickling in. DFS stuff has been trickling in. Cody has, has it been trickling in, Rod? Is anybody else aware that there's a race this weekend? Or? It doesn't feel like race week, does it? That's that's a that's the thing that pisses me off. We've been looking for it all. We're looking forward to it all winter long, and it still doesn't feel like race week. This and here big we build up, and then it's like, oh, it's just you know. I feel but like it's our fault, but we got DFS salaries, so we do have that to talk about, which is beautiful. It's back. Oh, I love it. Yes, definitely. DFS salary. So we will be talking about those today on this episode. Uh, unfortunately, nothing on underdog as of yet. But uh, if that happens, then we'll just break out an, ep- an extra episode of on its own for underdog. And, and we'll call it good there. Uh, but again, you know, this is uh, it just feels like this isn't even race week. I, I can't wait for Daytona because we know they're going to have everything together at that point, finally, and, and get it to us. But well, I don't know. Actually, I, I probably shouldn't speak too too uh, too quickly on that one. Well, that's what's crazy is there's some places that already have like top threes and head to heads, and we could probably actually put together a full Daytona 500 pick show already, which is how the class should have been about two weeks ago. But again, I don't want to get stuck on the books, hating the books forever. Um, but come on, let's can we just be better, please? Look, we don't hate them. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a, hate is a strong word, but I really, 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 really don't like that the, we don't get this. Yeah, uh, we don't this hate them at all. We just hate their actions currently. <laughs> yeah. Shape it up. What are you doing? Uh, but yes, of course, this is going to be the, uh, the clash of the Coliseum DFS edition uh, for, for this episode. And, and look, as we do with every DFS episode, if you are new 
to this show. If you were able to watch us the other night on the uh, the big show, on the SGP and Big Show, first of all, welcome. Uh, yes. Hopefully, we we carry the same energy that brought you to us uh, throughout the course of our own show, um, and and we give you some some good nuggets. But uh, on the DFS episode, it's a little different than the betting picks episodes. The betting picks episode, as you saw yesterday. Uh, we give you our, our our bets, you know, and and of course yesterday we were very limited in what we could give you. Uh, obviously, we give you a lot more when we have a a much bigger menu to choose from. Um, but as far as DFS is concerned, we each pick a driver from uh, the the various price points, right? We'll give you the most expensive driver that we think is the best one that you got to have on the slate. We'll give you a mid tier driver that you know is a good solid investment at their price, or maybe even a bargain at their price. And then of course we give you the bottom tier, the lowest price drivers down there and and in that we try to find you the guys that well they, they won't lose you points we're hoping that they don't lose you points at the end of the day that they don't end up on their hood that you don't see them in the in a giant little uh or the tiny little red car flipped over we hope you don't see that but we're trying to get you a little bit of value in those bottom tier guys yeah absolutely i think that's that's a great thing a little bit different than than doing like a, D, a football dfs lineup right you can kind of build those going into the weekend, and there's not outstanding factors. We obviously don't know every as we go into this. There will be practice for a lot of events. Not you know not everything. Day 2500 will not practice, but there will be practice this weekend. Of course, something very important to note about this race in particular, not everyone is going to make the race. Only 23 drivers are going to be in the main event, and the DFS points over on DraftKings only count for the main event. The heat races don't matter. The practices don't matter. So really, you know, we'll have and we'll have 20, 20 of the starters, you know, and, and know the first 20 starting positions after Saturday going into Sunday once the heat races are completed. Um, and then Sunday, we'll add two from the last chance qualifier. We'll add one with the provisional for, you know, the highest finishing guy from the points. Again, we broke down the format back on Monday's show, um, but you do have to kind of pay attention. And, you know, Saturday or Sunday, rather, after the last chance qualifier, when we for sure know everyone in it, that's when you're really going to be able to build your lineup. So a little bit different this week. But, um, yeah, again, if you're new to us, I know we've had some new people, some people checking us out from I'm listening to the big show, stumbling upon this. Welcome. We're excited to have you. Uh, we love talking DFS. But, yeah, hard to hard to build exact lineups with not knowing all the details. But these are definitely the guys highlight. Keep your eye on. Uh, good chance you're going to want to work multiple of them in um, and, and whatnot. So, yeah, oh, man. Oh, we're talking DFS for a race, Rod. Oh, I'm so freaking pumped up. I'm so excited. It is exciting. And if you're new to NASCAR DFS in general, there's several ways in which you can score points. Uh, this isn't like your typical football or baseball or anything like that where uh, you, you basically watch the points go up as the minutes on the clock go down. No, sir. NASCAR DFS is not for the faint of heart. And we always tell you, especially on super speedways, right? On a normal week, it doesn't give you a heart attack too much to watch and, and keep along. But especially on super speedways, and I would even say this race in particular, don't watch it. At, don't, don't sweat the, the thing as it goes along. Just set it, watch the race, come back and check to make sure how you did. Because I guarantee you, you are going to freak out if this is your first time playing NASCAR DFS. Because... Points are scored based on, uh, well, starting position has a lot to do with it because you you start with a positional set of points. So first place has the maximum amount of points and then second place and, and so on down through the field, right? So uh, that 
either goes up or goes down as your driver moves up or moves down in positions. So let's say he starts on the pole and then all immediately slingshots his way back to 36. Well, you just lost a shit ton of points and you are going to cry until he gets back <laughs> up into front, right? You also get it for uh laps led. You get it for fastest laps as well. So, you know, again, those points accumulate and you really can't get those taken away from you. Um, but you know, that place differential is, is a huge, huge thing in NASCAR DFS. Yeah, absolutely. I think you you laid it out perfectly. Yeah. So don't do it. Just for for your sake and for the sake of you playing NASCAR DFS in the future, just don't do it this way. I, I can't help myself, Rod. I know you can. Even at the super speedways, I I just watch it go up and down. And that's very, uh, yeah, that's my exercise for the day. It gets my heart rate going. <laughs> well, and it's one thing, look, it's one thing when you're doing it in, you know, maybe a tournament of, of five or even like a 50-50, right, where there's only about 100 people in it and you you're doing a 50 50 in there. But like, if you're in one of those gigantic tournaments and you start off with a, a, a just a fantastic lineup and everybody's up front and you're already cashing, but before the green flag even starts. And then next thing, you know, 10 laps in you're down at the bottom and you're like, how the hell did this even happen? That's, that's kind of what NASCAR DFS is all about. And then at the end you figure out a way to cash and you realize where did all of this come from? <laughs> It's a beautiful, beautiful game, Rod. It is. It's a beautiful, nasty, uh, dirty, <laughs> disgusting, but we love it to death. So, um, all right. Well, I think we've set that one up enough. Um, you know, as far as this is concerned, the the main event is the only thing that counts too in this race. So all these heat races, all of these other preliminary stuff that's going to go on, that doesn't matter. The only thing that counts is those final laps in the actual heat race. So keep that in mind because, you know, again, if you're, if you're looking and you're, you know, you're trying to figure out what's going on, um, then yeah, it, it doesn't happen until the green flag drops in the main event. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'll be the main event, 150 laps, only green flag laps counts. So they won't be scoring it uh, under the caution flags like they do in a normal race. Um, and so I think really just strategy wise, um, I think a lot of people are going to try and approach it like, oh, it's going to be a wreck fest. You need a bunch of place differential. I don't know that that's necessarily the key. As we've seen over the past few years, it is tough to pass. Um, obviously, if you pick the guy up front and he gets dumped and shoved to the back, that's going to hurt you. But you really got to pick the guys that are going to finish up front. Um, it's a short race, only 150 laps, um, and they're going to tick off quickly. But that's only 150 laps led. That's only 150 fastest laps. Those are going to get eaten up quickly. So finishing position is going to be the most key thing you're going to get. Um, so you've really got to hit. Obviously, if somebody leads 100 laps, you're going to want them as well. Um, but you're really going to want to get the guys that are going to finish good at this one. Indeed. All right. We'll set it up for you, but let's tell you first about underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 X with some spicy plays. Get ready. Once we get some underdog plays for our uh, for our race, then we'll definitely give them to you. But in the meantime, listen, I'm already looking ahead to uh, to the Super Bowl, and I don't care what Christian McCaffrey's numbers are on touchdowns. You take the uh, you take the higher than one and a half, two and a half, six and a half. I don't care. Dude is probably getting the end zone now before it's going. Right now, it's at one and a half. There's a little spicy by it, but I would still take that for sure. Watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code RACESGPN, 
Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code RACE, S-G-P-N. All right, Cody. Well, like you said, I mean, it's only 150 laps, so the laps led thing, we can't necessarily tell you that that's going to be a gigantic thing. So what we're looking for is guys that we think are going to be finishing toward the front and can actually help us uh, have a good DFS day. So as we do, Cody, let's start our picks with the high price drivers. Who's your first one? Yeah, I'm going to jump down the board a little bit from the very top uh, just to kind of to paint the picture, I guess. Kyle Larson is at the top of the board, 10,400. Truex at 10-2. Blaney at 10. Byron at 9-9. Hamlin at 9-7. Rod, I'm going to settle in. Kyle Busch, 9,500. Really, really liking Kyle Busch this weekend. Uh, of course, on yesterday's show, one of the guys I gave out as, you know, of the favorites, the guy that I, I wanted to win, 10-1. to 1. Um, So you look at the last two years of this race, third place he finished last year, a nice solid podium finish. And in 2022, he finished second in this race. You go back. Uh, also, you know, just to kind of touch on like we did yesterday, really what I'm looking at is what have you done at the Clash in the past? I'm going to weigh in short flats in general, not specifically looking at taking from any other track, but I think what you've done in the two race sample size we have here is the most important thing. Kyle has been really good here. You look at his teammate, Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon's been top three both years in this race as well. Um, and then Tyler Reddick two seasons ago in the eight car that Kyle Busch now runs, 51 laps in the front of the field, had a really, really good car before he got dumped late. So uh, I think that Kyle Busch is a really solid play. Saves you a little money. I mean, he's 9,000 or 900 rather cheaper than Kyle Larson all the way at the top of the board. So I think he's a really solid play. Um, he's a good driver. He's shown up for this event both years so far. Uh, you know, he's he's a, a true th through and through racer. He wants to come out, win this type of thing. I think he's going to be in the mix. I think he's two for two on top threes. I don't see a reason he can't do it again. So give me Kyle Busch, 9,500 to kick it off. So I was actually going to give out Kyle Busch on the big <laughs> show yesterday as somebody to watch, but I, I just didn't feel like, I don't know, I felt kind of irresponsible uh, for bringing him up again. But well, they, yeah. they wanted they wanted the bigger numbers anyway, so I figured we'd save the save the smaller number guys for our show. <laughs> yeah, they wanted they wanted the spicy ones. They wanted the ones that were going to that were going to move the needle. So uh, I'll definitely take that. Um, listen, so for me, I, I know he's at 10 2 and I, I love Bush's number at 9,500, but I like Martin Truex, obviously the winner of last year's race. Um, again, when it comes to DFS, we're not, we don't really care if they win. It's, it's nice if they win, obviously, cause then they get the max points. That'd be fantastic for you, but they don't have to win to have a good solid DFS day. So for me, I feel like, uh, Martin Truex Jr. Could be that guy. He did lead 25 laps of the, uh, of the race when he did win last season. So again, at 10, two, you get some laps led up there. You get a good finishing position. Uh, he didn't do well in 2022. Uh, as far as he finished 15th, he which didn't was, do well at anything in 2022. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. Like 2022, we, we had written him off already. <laughs> that's a throw. That's a throwaway year for Truex. <laughs> yeah. That's a throwaway year for a lot of us, but um, but look for, for Martin Truex Jr.'s sake too. He did rebound last season and have a, a fantastic season, and one that we thought was going to be better than it was. He won the regular season championship. 
right? We thought, oh man, this is fantastic for Martin Truex. He's set up to win his, his championship again. Uh, but unfortunately it didn't come to fruition, but he did have uh, just a good season overall. And, and it started with the clash. So maybe just maybe he can rekindle a little bit of that and attend to he's going to need to lead laps. And I think that's the reason why I think he's going to be okay in this one. Cause I think he can come out. He's capable of doing, it. he got three wins last year. Uh, right. One of them was at Dover, which we know is a shorter track than most. Um, he had a, a win at Sonoma, a win at Loudon, which is another one of those, uh, shorter tracks. So two, two good wins at tracks that aren't necessarily those typical cookie cutter tracks. I don't know. He's too good of a driver to not put in somewhere on a roster. Cause he could sneak up and win like he did last season. So yeah, give me a true exit 10 too. I know it's chalky, but I mean, sometimes you have to eat the chalk just like they said. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you have to eat the chalk. He will probably be popular, but he's a solid play. Obviously he won this race last year. Uh, like you said, I mean, tracks like New Hampshire. Yes. It's four times the size of, of this track, right? There's nothing that's really just an exact comparison, but the short flat aspect of it, somewhere like Sonoma, you know, it's it's got the tight turns, all of that. You can sort of look at that. Um, so I, I think that those are, are good comparisons. Obviously won the race last season. So, yeah, I, I think it's hard to argue with with playing Truex. I feel like there's people that will tell you to not play Truex because he won last year. But I feel like that's kind of dangerous and, and reckless to just toss him out just because he didn't win or just because, you know, he won last year and, and it may not happen again. But right. Well, it's, it's one of those one of those things, too, where, you know, you don't want to necessarily just play all chalk, but you don't want to get too cute either, right? Like if if you're building a showdown lineup and you don't have Christian McCaffrey in there, yeah, you're going to be different from everybody. But when he scores four touchdowns, it's not really going to do you any good, right? So I'm not saying Martin Trex Jr. is Christian McCaffrey, but he has the potential to have a big day like that, like he did last season. Well, it's just you don't want to get cute. You don't want to get way too cute. Like contradictory is contradicting, and that's fine. Like, but you do have to at least throw one lineup out there with some of the chalk. And and again, I know everybody hates it because oh, I could tell you to, to do Martin Truex. Well, that's fine. Well, but well, so go have your own show then. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, but then I'm telling you right now that Martin Truex Jr. is a play. So, uh, all right. But if you don't believe me, and if you really want to go against me personally, if you want to take this, I'll give you a, a Martin Truex Jr. top three. Right? I'll take the yes side of it. You could take the no side of it if you want. Or maybe we could just do a Martin Truex Jr. Uh, is he going to win this race? Yes or no? I don't know. Whatever it is. Whatever we can come up with. Guess what? There's a brand new form for us to be able to do it. That's Cut. Cut's a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. I get so excited that I get choked up and I can't even get through the read. You could bet directly against your friends or other users on sports politics, pop culture, and other events, all with verifiable outcomes. Plus, it's tons of fun and social features. It gives it the feel of a betting social network. Cut offers the lowest VIG and, best of all, fully customizable odds. So you can set those bad boys however you want. And as long as the person that you're betting against agrees with them, then by all means, make those bets and create your own bets. Plus, Cut handles the payment side of things. You never got to chase anybody down for money. Listen, I'm, I'm always you know, good to pay up, but sometimes you got to edge me a little bit. You got to punch me in the, in the ribs to get me to do it. Nah, not anymore. Cut's going to do it automatically. They handle all of the payment, all of the, uh, all of the money part of it. So get down on that social features. You got group chats, betting leaderboards, head to head history, 
user profiles, fan groups, and so much more. And you also get rewards. Give You get cash back every time you bet against your friends or other users. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet. It's perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets as well. Reminder that Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate to learn any for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Well, as we do, let's move down to those more comfortably priced players or drivers and uh, and give you our mid-tier uh, player predictions or player picks and player... Oh, save me, Cody. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of enjoying that, so I was, I was just going to let you go. But <laughs> next up for me, Rod, jumping down to the mid-tier guys, 7,800, Ryan Priest, another guy that I absolutely love this weekend. Again, we've, we've kind of harped on this for a little while, but... 33 to one top finishing forward last season really had a shot to win this race. Um, he led, uh, well, boy, he led 43 laps in this race last year before having an electrical issue. Uh, the car kind of just stalled out on the back stretch. It got it refired, ends up holding on finishing seventh, but really cost him a chance at what possibly could have been a victory. Luckily, no Fords passed him. He still cashed the bet for us. Um, you know, then a couple of weeks later, they go to Martinsville again, a short flat track, the most comparable track to this twice the size. Yes. But the closest comparison you can look at, he led 135 laps there early on gets the speeding penalty. Of course, that sends him to the back and kind of ends his day, but love Ryan priest this weekend, just like I did last year going into this race. Again, you pick and choose your spots with these SHR guys, Ryan priest, good on the short flat tracks. He's got the modified racing history right this is their jam this is the types of tracks he grew up driving on type of racing he grew up with i expect that to be kind of the same thing again this season i expect him to show up to be good um, and i think it's 7800 again i think that he had a great season last year in this race um, but overall his season wasn't that impressive he finished seventh so i don't think he's going to jump out to a lot of people i think the general public is not really going to be looking at him much um, obviously, the people who are into it and, and paying attention are going to realize he was really good here last year um, and probably play him a little more. But I think you will have an advantage over a lot of people here. So love Ryan Priest, 7,800. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's not necessarily uh, a banner, a marquee kind of a name. And and really, when you do look in and dig in, you, you find that it's a little bit better than you would expect out of some of these other guys that you've never heard of before. So, uh, yeah, I definitely like that. And And look, we may not be very high on him for the rest of the season and, and only in certain spots, but I don't know. I got a sneaky feeling that he may actually step it up a little bit. That SHR team has been sort of turned upside down, right? And and there's a lot of just unknowns, and I feel like this could be an opportunity if he takes it 
to really grab the reins because we've talked about it over the offseason. Chase Briscoe is that guy now at SHR. So this is Ryan Priest's opportunity to prove that he belongs in the same conversation as, as Briscoe as far as being the man in that stable. Yeah, that yeah, I like it. I felt that way about him last season and it didn't go great. But <laughs> again, in spots, he's great. And this is one of those spots he's great at. So I do love the play. Indeed. Uh, all right. I'm going to turn my attention to one Tyler Reddick. He is at $8,600. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, again, I know you're, you're super high on Tyler Reddick and, you know, I could have gone just about anywhere with this. I felt like going Busher almost felt like uh bread Keselowski. But when you look back at what Tyler Reddick has done on this in particular last year, he finished sixth in this race after starting 11th. So that means that he moved up, right? He had himself uh, at least some decent track or track position moving and got some points that way with a, a good finish on top of that. And then you look at what he did in 2022. He actually led 51 laps. He started second, but you know, ended up, uh, ended up not, he got yeah, dumped got from the, I mean, he was in the lead when he got trashed and, and didn't finish, but by Bush, right. I think it was Bush. The, uh, was I can't remember. It might've been, I can't remember. It was probably so Chastain. Long. You should always just blame it on, you know, it's always that one kid you can blame it on. Like that was probably him. That's Chastain. But, or it uh, might've been, it might've been Bush. I think Bush might've taken him out. I think that, was, that, was, been, that was what it was. Cause Bush was yeah. in the uh, 18 and yeah. Reddick was in the eight. So I think it was Bush that took Reddick out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, to your point, he, he was very good here that season uh, and very solid last year too. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, unfortunately, the the positional points got you in the end, but he did lead 51 laps, which is pretty good, and turned some fast laps as well. So, I mean, again, Tyler Reddick for a, a guy that we just think is going to go balls out this season, you know. And and Tyler Reddick's one of those drivers, and I know that none of these guys take time off, right? None of these guys are guys that are going to just mail it in when they get on the track. They get on the track to win. They get on the track to do things. But guys like Tyler Reddick. When he goes out, he wants to to win everything. Like he's not. This is not an exhibition for him. This is a a, a race. You know, this is a, a race where he's gonna get. It's gonna get his full attention. It's gonna get his full effort and everything. So I don't think he's gonna step back from this. And if he has a chance to win, he's gonna have a chance. It doesn't matter where he starts. In fact, I almost hope he starts somewhere toward the middle and the back of the field, so that way he has an opportunity to gain us some points as well uh, and get up and lead the the race at certain points. But yeah, Tyler Reddick for sure. His price is, is a little bit lower than I expected it to be, which is why I'm going for this at $8,600. Um, yeah, definitely somebody I want on my roster. Yeah, I uh, absolutely love him. I have decided officially my prediction is seven wins for Tyler Reddick this season, Rod. So that's the number we're shooting for. I think that he can start that off with a bang this weekend. Uh, I was very, very close to putting him in this uh, in this category, so I'm glad you brought him up because definitely deserves to be talked about. Um, and I love the play. And again, you mentioned a starting spot. It really doesn't matter if he starts up front, he's got the ability to lead you a ton of laps. If he starts in the middle, he can get you a place differential, a good finish. If he starts in the back, even more place differential, still a solid finish. So he's, he's a guy that's likely as long as he makes the race, obviously, uh, going to probably be locked into a lot of my lineups just because how high I am on him the season, how high I am going into a race like this. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, Cody, let's uh, let's save our folks some money. Let's give the value players, the value drivers out. I, I don't know why I keep saying players. Like I'm looking at this and I'm thinking players. Well, oh, we're just transitioning out of football season. So I'll give you a break. It's my turn for an ad read before we do that, Rod. Yes, please. Daytona 500 contest for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Uh, super, super easy. Go over to the YouTube. 
If you're watching on the YouTube, thank you. You can see the beautiful graphic we have here. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. celebrating his win last season. Just got to be subscribed to the YouTube. It's easy. It's free. You you take a screenshot of being subscribed. Go over to our X page, our Facebook page, our Discord. The link is in there. Click on that. Fill out your name. Submit the screenshot. Pick your Daytona 500 winner. Anybody can win this race. We know that's the case. We've seen it. We've had different winners for multiple years here now. Kind of out of the left field winners in a lot of cases. So um, that is the great thing. $100 and $100 SGPN merch gift card to the winner of the contest. Go get entered. Free contest. Free money. Free merch. Yeah, Free picks. Free DFS. Ah, it's all free around here, and we love it. I'm telling you, SGPN is, I mean, you guys have heard of it. So go tell your friends. If they have not heard of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and all of the shows that we have to offer, then and and they're any interested at all in sports and gambling, they're doing themselves a disservice by not listening. So go tell your friends. This is my one plea to you to go tell two friends so they can tell two friends. Spread the word. That's, you know, helps get more things like this and, and helps get the word out there and helps everybody. We are the best network they're not listening to. Change that. Uh, all right. Let's save them some money with our value drivers, Cody. <laughs> Next up for me, Rod. Um, you know, the guys, they made fun of me, but uh, I always have him handy right here. <laughs> Had to make an appearance on the Sports Gambling Podcast show the other night. My guy, Corey LaJoy. Look at that beautiful face. Look at that beautiful hair. How can you not play a guy like this? Rod, he's a little bit of a different play. He has not made the race either of the last two seasons. I was listening to him on his uh, Stacking Pennies podcast earlier this week. He's going to be in the Truck Series race at Daytona, which he led the most laps in last season before the rain screwed him out of a win. So I'm very excited to bet on him in that. But he was talking about it. He was talking about how his ass was chapped for not making that race, basically. We know there's been a huge, huge changes at Spire, right? This influx of money. You've got the whatever, wherever this money's coming from, the Andretti's, the uh, the the yellow sponsor that I can't think of right now. Menards. Uh, not Menards, but the other one, uh, Gainbridge, that's what Gainbridge. it was. I knew, I knew it would come to me, but all this money has come in, right? $40 million for a charter. They've added a third car. Um, you know, and, and Corey said it himself that in the past, it's almost like they've been a one car team That 77 was kind of always just shopped out. It was a much worse car. They weren't really whatever this year, three solid cars, three solid racers. You got two strong rookies coming up from the truck series. Um, inspire has just improved everywhere. So I think that we're going to see a nice solid run from him. His qualifying efforts near the end of last season continue to get better and better. If they can hit on that, he can get a good starting spot in a heat race. Maybe he locks himself in early. Um, I don't think he'll be a popular play. Of course, he's going to be a little bit on the cheaper end, so maybe some people will get in on him. But not having made this race the last couple of seasons uh, is the is the caveat to why people might not want him. doesn't matter to me. He's a great race car driver. I think that where you see this program continue to be stepped up, I think this will be a good opportunity. Again, he's real cheap, 5600 but he can make a difference. Probably not a guy who's going to wreck. I mean, anybody can get caught up in these wrecks, obviously, can get punted. But he's a guy that's really smart with with the car, how he's handling it. Um, he's getting ready to win the Daytona 500 in a couple of weeks. This will be a good warm-up race for him. I think he'll score you a solid amount of points to, to help you have a, a nice, solid day. At 5,600, love my guy, Corey LaJoy. 
Yeah, 5,600 unlocks a ton of possibilities up there. And, you know, again, we won't know anything until the actual heat races are over and, and qualifying is official. But I can imagine that if he does make this race, yeah, he's going to put a hell of a move on it. So, um, yeah, like I said, 5,600, you're, you're kind of hoping for, for the best at this. I will give one honorable mention before I give my official play because I don't want to – I mean, 7,100 is not necessarily a value play. Um, but it's definitely worth bringing up. And that's Austin Dillon, Austin Dillon in this race over the last couple of years, 2023, he started 10th and finished second in 2022. He started 10th, finished third. So Austin Dillon finished on the podium last year of this race. So, uh, somebody that you're, you're going to want to, I think have on this one. And I think we've talked about him a little bit. How we think he's going to have a better year this year. We feel that three car is going to have just a little it's bit better. It'd be hard for him to have a worse year, but yeah, <laughs> that's true. He'd have to wreck out of every race to have a worse year. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Austin Dillon's one of those drivers where you, he's got Kyle Busch right to 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 push him. We thought that would be a good enough for him to have a good season last year, but kind of a down year for him. So I don't think that happens this year. I think he'll do well in the Clash. This seems to be a, a race he likes. So at least at the Clash. I'll tell you, seventy one hundred is a good play for him. Yeah, absolutely. I, I very, very much agree. I think he's he's definitely a guy worth mentioning. So, uh, but my my official play for the value is is going lower than that, and that's sixty three hundred dollars for John Hunter Nemechek. I brought him up on the big show the other day, talking about uh, we don't know much about him in the Cup Series. This in this next gen car, obviously, we've seen him do well uh, in the starts that he's had, and uh, now with the Legacy Motor Club. Um, he's going to get another shot at, with some pretty decent equipment and a good manufacturer behind them. And I don't know. I mean, obviously he hasn't raced on this, uh, this track before he's never done this before, but at $6,300, John Hunter Nemechek is just a damn good driver. Like uh, that Xfinity series run that he had was almost the stuff of legends. And so he, the fact that he earned his way back up to the cup series. Now this is his opportunity as a full-time driver to show why. And I think this is a, a brand new opportunity, right? In a brand new manufacturer with a with a not brand new team, but a relatively new team still. And and a, a series of of folks around him that are good. I mean, Jimmy Johnson is the owner, Petty is the owner. Like these guys, you know, these guys aren't aren't slouches. And so he's gonna have the opportunity to prove it. And I think this uh this is where it begins. I think this clash is gonna be a good start for him. And here's the thing about it, right? Let's say he puts that car toward the, the end and he gets a top 10 finish. That's all you need from a guy at $6,300 is a nice, solid top 10 finish after starting somewhere deep in the field. So is he going to lead laps? I don't think so. Is he going to have fast laps? He could turn one or two. But I think place differential is where you're going to get the, the biggest uh, value out of John Hunter. Yeah, I think he's a guy that's not going to be a popular play. Looking at the salaries too, I mean, you know, even at the top of the board, you, you've got Kyle Larson. He's only 10,400. You know, a lot of normal, quote unquote, races or tracks, he's going to be closer to like 12,000. They've got to bring the salaries down because you don't know who's going to make the race, right? So you want to make it to where people can get full lineups in here. So people might not be scraping at the bottom as much, but I don't know that it's not a bad play to leave, you know, some on the table even for, for a race like this. Um, and I think that John Hunter is a great guy. To, to consider um, and to be a differential play. You go back to New Hampshire, we talked about Martin Truex winning that race and, and the short flat track and, and relating. If you remember, John Hunter won the race on Saturday. We had them combined to win both races. 
cashing 35 to 1 for us last season, which was a beautiful, beautiful day. But John Hunter absolutely dominated that race on Saturday, much like Truex did on Sunday. Um, and yeah, we have got high expectations for this team. We think they should be solid. We think John Hunter should be solid. Um, again, he's not a rookie in the Cup Series. He's been here before. He, he went back down. He's worked his way back up. This is his second chance. He's going to want to come out and show it right away. So I think he's another cheaper, solid play that, that'll be different and gives you some upside for sure. Yeah, and really, honestly, this is a wild card play for those folks who don't pay attention and are casual fans and are ones that like to play in these, like you know the the exhibition races or Daytona or whatever. The ones that aren't serious about it, they just they want to play the names that they recognize, and and that's an opportunity for you to play a guy that they're like, well, John Hunter Nemechek didn't even race here last year. You know, they're looking up the stats, trying to find him, and they can't find him, and they're like, oh well, never mind, we're not going to do it. So. Yeah, that's an opportunity for you guys to get in uh, on that type of uh, situation. So, um, all right, I'm going to go over the drivers that we have selected for our first DFS episode of the season. I'm so stoked. Uh, my first recap of the season again. Let's see if I remember how to do this. Um, Cody started you out with Kyle Busch at 9,500. I gave you Martin Truex Jr. at 10,200. Cody took a step down with Ryan Priest at $7,800. My mid price driver was mid price, but yeah, probably expensive for that. $8,600. Top end of the mid of the mid price uh, for Tyler Reddick at 86. Uh, Cody, every time I, you pick Corey LaJoy, I'm always stumbling because I always want to say Corey. Corey picked Corey LaJoy. Cody picked Corey LaJoy at 5,600. And I gave you John Hunter Nemechek at 63 to round out our value with an honorable mention, of course, to Austin Dillon over there at $7,100. Did not make the uh, floor, but definitely had to be mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, all right, that's it. That's our Bush Light at the Coliseum, the Clash, the DFS episode. Go go find the contest, which is going to be in Discord. Yes. We'll definitely have that up. Yeah, yeah, we got the $5 weekly contest. We do it every week. We do it for all three series. It's for the Discord only. We toss it in there. Uh, yeah, you ju jump in, compete against a couple of us. Come take our money. It's a lot of fun. It's a blast. So, uh, oh, and by the way, if you put all of these in one lineup, you still have two thousand dollars remaining. Yep, so you do. Yep, got, that's uh, got plenty of room to work with. And and I mean, yeah, we got, you know, you were on the higher end of both your your top guy and your middle guy. Um, so yeah, there's there's plenty of room to work with these. Again, it, it, you know, we'll have a few guys cut off of the list. Obviously, thirteen drivers not making it, but um, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be plenty of different ways to build these lineups, which is gonna be fun. Yep. And again, keep an eye as you go. I mean, if even if you put these guys in the lineup now, just kind of sit, play, save yourself, and then keep an eye on the qualifying and the heat races and all that other stuff, and then tweak it as you need to. But again, when if you're new to the DFS episode, we, we already know that we don't know what's going on, and we don't know where they're going to start. We don't know anything about anything when we do these DS episodes. But we do know that the plays that we give you are guys that are relatively going to be solid no matter A, where they start, or B, you know, have the opportunity to to give you a nice return on your investment on them. Yeah, Ryan Blaney, the only guy who is absolutely very safe to play. He's locked into the race for sure. Nobody else is. So uh, just just pay attention this weekend. Yeah, but make sure that you don't put all of your lineups with Ryan Blaney in it because everybody in their dog is going to have Ryan Blaney in their lineup. He's got that. Uh, he's going to have that championship hangover. So watch out for that. Indeed. Um, all right. Well, then that'll do it for the DFS episode. I'm almost sad to see it go, but we'll definitely be back with the DFS for Daytona. So I, I'm not that sad. 
uh, we'll be back again for that. And we'll be back again later this week with uh, another episode. Hopefully it's underdog. We're, we're crossing our fingers for underdog to, to put some stuff up. So if yeah, not, we'll, we'll find another way to get involved. We're playing everything by ear this week. Uh, <laughs> all the books, the services, they're all, everybody's a little bit asleep at the wheel. It's, it's, we're getting, that's why we have these warm up races. Hopefully everything will be well oiled and ready to go for Daytona. This is an exhibition week for the NASCAR gambling <laughs> podcast. Uh, we will get into full, full points mode during Daytona, but <laughs> this is an exhibition week. <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right. Well, Cody, as we let everybody go, uh, and as we always do, remind everyone where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. Um, if you're looking for some NASCAR fantasy leagues that, that take some entry fees, payouts, hit me up. I got a few leagues we're in that they're looking for different, uh, different players and more players and whatnot. So shoot me a message, hit me up in the discord, whatever the case may be. Ah, DFS lineups for an actual race this weekend. Let's fucking go. Beautiful stuff. It always brings a tear to my eye when we can actually talk racing and, 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 and actual races. So uh, happy to be able to have done this. Uh, follow me on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bot, everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, In Between Media, AFL Podcast, probably on your street corner screaming at you about some sporting event. I don't know, your kids' softball games, whatever it is. Well, maybe not your kids' softball. That's creepy. Uh, anyways, follow me or don't. I don't care. We'll see you guys tomorrow with more Clash content. And until then, everybody, don't run from me. Let's go racing and let it ride. Another piece of